a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. We are always looking for principles, principles that elevate, inspire, and help us actually do and become just a little bit better. Earlier this month, Elder D. Todd Christofferson, an apostle in the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, gave a devotional up at Utah State University. His message, of course, in that university setting was directed at Gen Z, those born after 1996. And he provided lessons for each of them about how they could avoid the traps set by modern society and worldly philosophies. And he had two major points that he made in this address to Gen Z. And I actually want to start with the second point he made, quoting a study by the Barna Group and the Impact 360 Group. Other Christofferson pointed out how success is important and has to be kept in balance. As these findings suggest, the ambition or drive to succeed can lead to both positive and negative outcomes. Certainly, it can be empowering and lead to wonderful rewards and contributions for yourself and to the happiness of those you love and even society at large. It's natural that success would become part of one's sense of self, but it's easy to see that if it's taken to the extreme, that could overwhelm marriage and family and service to others, even Christian discipleship. The drive to succeed can lead to diligence and self-discipline, to important accomplishments. At the extreme, however, overburdened with your own expectations or the perceived expectations of others, it can lead to anxiety, perfectionism, and depression. How can you be sure to reap the positive outcomes and avoid the negative outcomes in your life. And that's such a key component to all of this, as uh, Elder Christofferson pointed out, that having this balance, this desire, this drive to achieve can be a good thing. Uh, But to the extreme, it can create anxiety, discouragement, depression, and a host of other ills uh, from society. And so I want to check in with this uh, study that he referenced and how success is important and what it actually means. As Gen Z Volume 1 highlights, ambition, drive as we call it, is a key generational attribute shared among today's young adults and teens. Two-thirds of respondents told researchers that finishing their education and starting a career were among their future goals. Yet for many, success is more than mere aspiration. It's key a key source of identity. More than two in five reported that educational and professional achievement is very important to their sense of self. Elder Christofferson uh, 
went on to talk about uh, kind of the generalization about Gen Z. So his first point, dealing with that drive and ambition, making sure that's kept in balance and in check so that it doesn't go to the negative forms of anxiety and depression and so on. The second thing he talked about was moral relativism. And he made some generalizations about Gen Z, what people are saying about Gen Z, and then what it means in terms of this moral relativism. There are several generalizations that have been made about your generation, drawn from some major surveys. One is that a majority of those who make up Gen Z strongly agree or somewhat agree with the philosophy of moral relativism, which denies the reality of objective or absolute moral truths. With moral relativism, truth or what is right is ultimately what each person determines to be for himself or herself what's right. You may not agree with another's perception, but no one is allowed to challenge it. I think that is such an important thing as it relates to relativism. So, yes, we live in a pluralistic society. That does require authentic respect for different beliefs, different points of view. But it doesn't demand the abdication of principles or the abandonment of truth. Truth is truth. And if it is perceived that I'm attacking you just because I have a different point of view, uh, that's where all of this goes wrong and goes south. Elder Christofferson went on again. This was an address up at Utah State University to Gen Z. Uh, He explained that uh, so many in Gen Z think that the good life Uh, what that really is, what that really means, and then what the consequences of that kind of belief that it's all about just having the good life, what that does to us in in terms of our individual focus and our individual contribution to society. A 2019 NBC News Wall Street Journal poll found nearly four out of five young American adults said self-fulfillment is key to the good life, while a distinct minority believed that Religion and having children are an important part of life. Similarly, University of Notre Dame sociologist of religion Christian Smith found in his study of adults 18 to 23 that most of them believe society is nothing more than a collection of autonomous individuals out to enjoy life. These are the young people who may not object to soft totalitarianism, says Dreher, even if it offended their conscience because they've been taught that the highest good is a life free from suffering. So I think that last statement, uh, that quote from Elder Christofferson, talking about that young people, again, this Gen Z, uh, who may not object to soft totalitarianism, even if it offends their conscience, uh, because they've been taught that the highest good in life is to be free from suffering. And so giving up some of that freedom to avoid a little suffering uh, is a a very dangerous road that we tend to go down. And we're going to stay with this conversation a little bit longer as well, remembering that uh, it's not uh, being smarter, as Einstein said. It's being willing to stay with the question just a little bit longer. I've logged uh, more than my my fair share of miles over the past three decades uh, and been all around the world. And I've experienced a lot of cultures, a lot of religious beliefs, political systems, societal structures. 
And I've actually come to to really value and and take insight from each one of those. I have enormous respect uh, for my friends who follow different faith traditions than I do, and equally for those who hold very, very different political beliefs than I do from across the spectrum. The interesting thing and the challenging thing is in our hyper-connected and politically correct world, it is becoming increasingly easier uh, to accept a false choice presented by moral relativism. And that's what we have to get to. The The narrative that's being served up is really subtle. It says there's there's no longer any absolute good, only relatively better, contingent on the circumstances. And we're going to dig into that, and we're going to dive into that a little bit deeper as we stay with the conversation here on KSL News Radio. We'll step aside for a quick commercial break. More coming up next. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.